You're listening to At The Mic with Keith, an independent podcast production. And welcome to this edition of At The Mic. I'm your host, Keith Malinak. If you're a fan of Glenn Beck, you're likely familiar with his partner in crime, Stu Bregeer, who we learned a lot about in earlier episodes of At The Mic. Well, how about Stu's wife, Lisa Page? Lisa is a radio personality herself, who has a lot to say on a range of subjects like the many celebrities she's dealt with over the years, the time Stu accidentally ingested a meat-based product, her unfortunate run-in with hamster poo, and who exactly is Eric Zander? We explore all of this and so much more on today's edition of At The Mic. Today, I am joined by Lisa Page. You may know that name. Or you may not. Oh, you may. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, this is Stu Brigier's. I'm sorry, Stephen Brigier's wife. You can call him Stu. What do you What do you call him? <laughs> I call him Stu. You call him Stu. That is awesome. His mom. I'm pretty sure his mom hates me, but <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. So is his mom the only person in his life that calls him Stephen? No, his aunt, okay. Aunt Debbie. Shout out to Aunt Debbie and <laughs> his cousin Kirsten Kiki. They're the only three. Three people. Three people. They call him by his actual name. Yes. That is hilarious. Yep. I love that. I know. I just love that fun fact. <laughs> okay. So thank you for joining, making time. Well, thanks uh, for coming. Do you know that this is my first ever podcast as the guest? No way. Yeah. No way. No, I've literally never been on another podcast. How great is that? Because you do your own thing. Tell everybody what you do. Well, well Keith, you and I have been... I mean, we have not obviously been working directly together, but you've been working with Stu for years and years and years and years. Yeah. Um, and so, obviously, I have been along for the ride from, like since the KC 101 days. Yeah. So, so what year did you guys meet? In 1998. 98. Okay. So you've known him a little longer than me. I've known him since 2009. Okay. So Stu likes to say now, uh, like, well, we've been together for officially half my life. Right. He loves oh, to say that. Like, yeah. More than half my life. Right. Carrie and I passed that same threshold recently. It's kind yeah. of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, so kudos to us for keeping our marriages together for longer than five minutes. <laughs> there you go. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about... What you do. Oh, so yeah. And where you met. Oh, so I asked I you radio. so many questions. Yes. So many questions, but radio, yeah. radio, radio. But I, I did, to prove to everybody that karma is a thing, I am proof that it really is because... I was like, just, I was with Trump back in March about the Corona thing. Not a big deal. I don't think it's a big deal. Why is everybody freaking out about these masks? I don't think it's a huge thing. Everybody calm down. And April, I signed a two-year contract, right? With my, I was doing a national radio show. Okay. I was on like a hundred stations across the country from my house. Cushy gig. Awesome. Nice, yes. Right? Two, a two-year contract. So April comes rolling around. We're in the middle of the pandemic. My agent sends me over the final paperwork because you know how it is in radio or in any type of business where you have an agent. Negotiations can run a very long time. You're back and forth with the company. You want this. They want that. You're trying to meet in the middle. Right. That's going to work for you, work for me. So my my paperwork finally comes back. It's April. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I cannot believe that I'm getting signed right now in the middle of a pandemic to a two-year radio contract. And I've got all these friends in radio that are taking like 10% pay cuts or they're getting laid off or they're getting more work piled on them for less money. So I sign it. June, almost two months to the day, June, I think it was third, I get the call from my boss letting me go. 
because they were doing like internal budget no. cuts. No, no, no. So now for the first time ever in my whole career, I knock on wood, I've never gotten fired from mm-hmm. a job ever. Like I have just, you know how they always say like, you're just lucky. I really, I have been seriously blessed with every market that we've moved to all the new cities that we've gone to with Glenn. I have ended up working at a station, you know, hired upon arrival at these stations, uh, and this, so this is the first time ever in my career that uh, I have I've been actually let go. And my Stu's like, hey, you didn't get fired; you were let go. You were laid off because of the coronavirus. Right. So everybody, don't yeah. say karma's not a thing because it is. Stinks, man. Just uh, so close. So close, but it's, I got a nice severance package, and I'm not gonna lie; I kind of like not having a committed like thing to do every single day. This is the first time really in my life that I haven't actually had to have a regimented like. Deadline to meet because that's the thing with you. You're you're a very structured person, right? I am. A creature of habit, yes. As you like to describe yourself, totally. So, what are things like right now? Being that you don't have necessarily a structured, regimented deal, or am I wrong? Well, no, I still I still keep a schedule, <laughs> Keith. Okay, I still keep a schedule. Uh-huh. Uh, but now I've basically, you know, I've replaced the radio recording because I would record it during the day, like most. Trackers do. I mean, there's hardly any live DJs. Wait, I hate no, to say it. Sh- but just it's, say, nah, well, it's, it's live. Well, okay, we'll there's live besides Glenn. <laughs> yeah. A lot of uh, recorded stuff. I'm calling out Ryan Seacrest. And I'm calling out uh, I'm calling out Everybody. Elvis. You know, they're all tracked. I hate to bust your bubble, everyone. But uh-huh. anyway, and that was me. I didn't like ever do the show live. Uh-huh. I recorded it the day of, sent it to my producer, and that's how it was. So I've just basically replaced that with other things that I'm doing. You know, now I'm obviously focusing more on my podcast. Yeah. I am trying to get to my damn swipe up on Instagram. I'm almost there, Keith. I'm almost there. I don't I don't know Instagram. Instagram. Lingo. I'm sorry. It's the what, new it's the way. Swipe up. So a swiping up feature. And for, first of all, if, if people want to find you <laughs> on social media, where, where do they You go? just need to go to Instagram and follow me at Lisa Page Made Me Do It. Lisa Page Made Me Do What? Made me do all the things. All the things. So I got yeah, I so the name you. is actually it was organically come up. It, it was What's the word I'm looking for? It was uh, organic. It was organic in that it was not me that came up with Lisa Page Made Me Do It. Uh It was like a bunch of followers because you know me. I like to talk about all the things I love and some of the stuff I hate, but mostly it's all the stuff I love. (laughs) And I don't ever get kickbacks from any of these companies. I just like, and that's been my shtick my entire career. Like back in the day when I started in radio, I was just telling you about the best mascaras. (laughs) So it just started that people would go out and buy things Uh and then tag me in their posts like, Lisa Page Made Me Do It. I got another, you know what I mean? I got this medicine ball or I got this tanning lotion. So it just... (laughs) I liked it, and it was kitschy, and like Stu liked it, my agent liked yeah. it, and we were like, all right, let's just do it. Yeah, so let's be clear. Not the Lisa Page. You've never worked for the FBI. No. Okay. No, I am right. not that Lisa Page. At one point, Stu had me freaked out. He goes, you might have to change your name. I'm like, F that. I am not changing my name. No. So it's P-A-I-G. Yeah, not pages in the page you turn. Right. Page. P-A-I-G. Yes. P-A-I-G. Okay, so Lisa Page made me do it on Twitter and Instagram. Yes? Yeah, and Facebook. Facebook. But Facebook, Keith, Okay. and you're not allowed in this group. It's only women 21 and up. Oh, that's fine. Or I should say if you identify as a woman. Oh, well, then I might be in. Okay. Okay, cool. I'll approve you. All right. That's Yay. a private group, yes. Private yes, group. Yes. Okay, so, well, you know, hang on a second. You're going to educate me now on the whole swipe up thing. What, what is a swipe up thing? Okay, so the swipe up is a big deal in the Instagram world. Is it? So here's the thing. You got to get to 10,000 followers okay. before you are allowed access to a swipe up. The swipe up feature entails products that you mention, 
you know, maybe places that you dine at, any place that has a website, any place that you can purchase something on. I will, once I hit 10,000, finally be able to direct my followers to Built Bars. Built Bars are my protein bar of choice. Uh-huh. I'm an ambassador for the company. Lisa Page is your code to get your, your discount. Always. It never expires. But once I get this swipe up access, instead of screenshotting, mm-hmm. which is the most annoying thing for me and for people that follow me, you will just have to simply swipe up uh-huh. and it goes right to the... To the oh, link. How helpful is that? I mean, it's amazing. All right, this is happening. Uh, this is going of, to happen. Because of this podcast. Keith, your podcast is going to get me it's over gonna... the 10,000 mark threshold. Absolutely. So go to Instagram.com <laughs> slash Lisa Page. Made me do it. And that's with an I on page. All yeah. right, it's going to happen. It's happening. Right now. I can feel it. Okay, very good. So that's exciting. Uh, yep. So you're very active on social media. Yeah. Like so active and sometimes I get annoyed with myself. Oh, wow. wow. You know our friend Sarah Gonzalez, host of News and White Matters. I do. Uh, and Chad Prather. Yeah. Uh, they're big fans episode, of the Lisa Page made me do it. Th- four. Chad you, Prather. Sorry, go yes, ahead. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he is. Ch- I love it. Okay. You've I got everybody I, on. I don't have Sarah Gonzalez yet because, uh, I mean, she's, she's having a so kid busy, and all yeah. this stuff. Whatever. We'll um, have her on. She, she's already agreed to she it. She is so, yeah, you'll have to get her post-baby. That's actually an even better episode because you can uh-huh. find out. Yeah. I, she's doing things crazy. She's going natural for the childbirth. Oh, no. So you need to definitely Ooh. do a podcast on that. Oh, no. And by the way, uh, your husband, Stu, Stephen, uh, episodes eight and nine. He ah, has so many stories to share. so popular. If you want to go back and check those at the Mike Podcast. Okay, so what, what do you use um, uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook for other than just uh, shilling products? Um, well, I mean, it's just... What, what annoys you with yourself online eventually? Well, I think it's just like, it's a li- it is a life suck. And now that I don't have a job, <laughs> my job, I feel like, is Instagram. Promoting, yeah. So, like, Chad and, and Sarah are like, oh, my gosh, like, I, by the time it's 10 o'clock, you've got all the dots, dots, dots. Like, some people just have two bars, and that's just two things they've done. I do, like, 50 stories a day. Oh, that's what the whole dot stuff means? Yes. See, I don't, again, I just do Twitter. Oh, Keith. If you want to find me, it's uh, one, you know, one-stop shopping, Twitter. Slash Keith Malinak, which good luck spelling that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you were born in New Haven, Connecticut. Yes. Right? You grew up in a place called Madison, Connecticut. Yeah, like 25 minutes I was going to ask. Here. I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of a small state, mm-hmm. so probably mm-hmm. pretty close. All yep. right. And you grew up with a couple of siblings. Yep. We got brother, sister. A brother who is eight years younger than me. Younger. Okay. Okay, and then I have a sister who's two years younger than me. Okay. So are you and your sister close? I mean, you guys grew up. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we fought like you have daughters. So they fight. They fight now or no? I mean, they like bicker. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Bicker with each other. Like, yeah. Yeah. And how many times does your wife, Carrie, say, girl, stop? Because when you're older, you're going to love each other. You're going to be best friends. I think we just leave it at girl, stop. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can worry about that other stuff. Like you can you have the rest of your life to argue. But right now where my ears are located, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Well, that, my sister and I were like that. We were yeah. always like bickering. But now we're I mean, we're not as close as I would like to be because she oh. moved back up to like liberal Connecticut. Oh, no. Which From I, where? Back well, up. she was here. She was down here. She, she moved down here like uh, two years after we moved down here. And that's how she met her husband. They got married down here at the Arboretum here in Dallas. How did she convince him? Is he from Texas? No, but her husband didn't like. They both were just weird not people. I'll say, I'll Texas. say it for you. Weird people. Yeah, like they're just you know. Not I'm in the obs- Texas. No, Take that's where we went you, wrong. You deserve the Northeast. Yeah, Lisa's sister and husband, and all those taxes too, Lindsay. Right, Lindsay. Lindsay and Dave. Yeah. I have met your brother. He's been up here several times. Yes, fun guy. Yes, 
Bra- yeah, Brandon's down the deep, 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 dark rabbit hole of this conspiracy of coronavirus. And oh no, where is oh, he? Yeah, where he's, is he he's very, very, very far down deep in there. Okay. All right. Well, hi. I mean, Brandon. Cool. Shout out. Shout out to Brandon. <laughs> now, um, you and Stu met. I'm kind of skipping a little bit yeah, here. I'm going to jump all over the place because I see Connecticut in front of me here. And I know that's where you guys met. Yes. yes. Okay. At a radio station. Yes. Courtesy of the front desk lady. Yeah, Barb. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty awesome. He's told the story, episode eight. Ah! Uh, no, he's told the story yeah. about how you were out of town or he he was out of town. Or he something. was at Atlantis uh, with Glenn. Thing. Yeah, yes, yes. Okay. So basically, you have Barb to think. Oh, 100%. That's awesome. So yeah. do you think that Stu Steven would have ever approached you whatsoever if not for Barb giving him that shove? Um, I think he used, obviously, Barb as a buffer. But I don't <laughs> think if Barb, I think if Barb was not there, he would have found somebody else to, like, get the information from me. Uh-huh. From Yeah. Right, I right, think he right. would have, like, hit up Johnny Promo. I remember this guy. We called him Johnny Promo. The promotions guy. <laughs> Or I don't know, That's like another intern. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny Promo. Promo. And he was everything that name. Like, when you think of Johnny Promo, you're thinking of like, announcer, hello, welcome to the radio. That was Johnny Promo. Oh like, goodness. his real name was John. <laughs> you know, in radio, we all have weird names. Uh-huh. Like, Paige is def- obviously not my last name. It's not oh, even it's my not? middle name, dude. It's, it's not? not a part of my name. Wow. See, I, I wish it was. I um, I got real creative, and I went with Malinak. <gasps> As my last name uh, on the air. I mean, and that is impossible to spell. Right. Oh, totally. So totally. good job. Keith. Yeah. Actually, no, I filled in for um, a traffic network in Omaha once, and they were going to make up a name for me. You can't go with Keith Malinak on the air. You have to have a made <laughs> right, up right, name. Right, 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 yeah. And I'm like, oh, I just, okay. And I, I don't know. I just came up with uh, Heathcliff Sierra. Because, Love it. Because I created that name for a character in a creative writing class long ago. Right. Okay, in high school. It's like, you're not going to be Heathcliff Sierra. You're going to be. What's your middle what's your middle name, Keith? And I was like, it's Thomas. Yeah. All right, you are Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor Traffic. I'm oh. Like, are you for real? I mean, could it be more generic? Could it be? So I, I only filled in this one day and I was that's your total traffic. I'm Tom Taylor. Oh <laughs> my Tom Taylor. So there you go. Well, you know what, Stu's cause at the time when Stu was producing for Glenn, mm-hmm. uh, and he was also doing weekends. Okay, he was doing weekends, a radio air shift on KC 101 on the weekends. And do you know what his, he was completely different. His name was different than what it was with Glenn. Whatever you tell me is what I'm going to start calling him in the hallways. Eric Zander. Eric Zander. Zander spelled with an X. X X-A-N-D-E-R. And I think it was a character from, uh, (laughs) what was the movie with Sarah, or the show Sarah Michelle Gellar? Uh, It was some show. Sarah Michelle Gellar. It was some show, yes. So that was his air name. Nobody knows that. Well, they do now. I know. I love it. Oh, yes. Let's have Glenn call him that. Eric Zander. <laughs> Throwing it to Eric Zander. Uh, Eric I'm, Zander. In fact, let, let's keep this quiet because we're recording this. But <laughs> when this actually drops, when this podcast drops, I will tag Stu slash Eric Zander and it will be a thing now. That's <laughs> Eric, hilarious. And see, as I was telling my Heathcliff Sierra Tom Taylor story, <laughs> I'm thinking people are never going to let me live that down. Oh, oh. oh, that's no Eric Zander. Oh. <laughs> so you guys met at a radio station. So he was producing Glenn's show. Yep. You were doing your thing I at another an station in the in the building because there's because the way radio stations work is a lot of a lot of radio stations under one roof. 
Yeah, so I was actually at the same station. Oh, really? Oh, I came in after him and Glenn, so I was the mid. I was coming in with the midday girl. I'm sorry. Gotcha. So we crossed and passing. You know, the morning shows getting all their crap together, and they're leaving at nine fifty-five, uh-huh. and I'm coming in with uh, the midday girl at the time. Okay. And I was there. You know, I think it was like ten to two or something. Thank the Lord, I got into the internship game before all of this because oh yeah you know back then yeah you didn't have to be in college i actually dropped out of college that's wow. how i got this internship where were you going to school oh this small little college called mars hill M- majoring uh, in what <laughs> oh i mean i, I oh no I, I wanted to be a singer so i was oh. going i was like wanting to major in like vocal i went on like a partial vocal scholarship sure and you but, see where it went, right? Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, clearly, it did not go. How, I, I'm doing kitchen karaoke uh, on Instagram. That's how far <laughs> it got me. How, how long were you in school? Three months. Three months. Is, yeah. Did you beat uh, Glenn? Because he was less than that, right? Or he oh, goes, really? Yeah. Well, I think Glenn maybe, took classes. Yeah. He did classes at Yale, but he didn't yeah. like. He wasn't a student. I think he was taking classes. Okay. Well, either way, uh, it worked out. Look, so yeah. You were working. Man, what a. That is the dream shift. Is uh-huh. like a ten to two type it thing. It is the I've done the morning you can show thing. Sleep in ish. Yep. Uh huh. And you're home early ish. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's the best shift ever. Yeah. Ever. But I love waking up at three, three <sighs> in the morning. It's that good. sounds awful. No, it's always great. It's, Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, right. Do you I love it? Love do you drink? It. Do you drink coffee when you wake up? I get here. And How many I, coffees do you drink in the morning before, like, say nine a.m.? Oh, before nine a.m., I go down to this little uh, Keurig thing. Yeah. And uh, I put. Let's see. I put twelve ounces in a cup. Okay. And then uh, I typically hit it again later in the day. Okay. Yeah, All right. So you know. It's, that's pretty good. If you're only yeah. doing two. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's two. It's two. Uh, two yetis. Two of these. Oh, uh, two big mugs. Yeah. Big mug. Big yeah. Mug. There you go. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, so that's how I make it through the day. That and hard drugs. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you were doing midday. So when you would cross paths, right, uh, going into the studio while he was coming out, yes. Mm-hmm. Would he ever linger and be like, "Hey, no. so what's up?" I mean, I mean, does Stu have? Because he has talked about how he has no game. Is he being self-deprecating, or does he literally have no game? No, like he did not have any game. Wow. Like he would just, you know, grab his stuff, or you know, he for, if you forgot, because back in the day, that was CDs. We weren't on. We weren't doing anything digital. Right. We were pulling CDs for the next. So he would. Now looking back, I'm like, oh, that's why he stuck around to, to pull Samantha Stevens' music. <laughs> so I would get in, and he would still be in there, like pulling the CDs. Because we'd have to line up our 12 or 13 CDs for the hour. And, and, and he was like a sloth going really, really slow. slow so I could hang out here a little longer. I can see it. So <laughs> once we established that we kind of like were into each other, uh, he, and again, now well, our first date was at a wing place. And this is before he became a vegetarian. Yeah. So we yeah. went for wings. Mm-hmm. And that, that was like one of my last that memories a- of my own husband eating meat. Hold on a second. Time out. Yeah. Who suggested the wing place? I don't know. I think it was both of us. It was, we were. Um, that is a high risk first date. Well, it was like you're a pub. Ma- it was called Archie Moore's in New Haven, Connecticut. Okay, but you're, you're eating wings. Well, yeah, it was you're, risky. If it's me, right, I'm using the entire roll of paper towels. Yeah, well, he did do that too. Yeah, I'm just, that's okay. Well, uh, kudos, you know. kudos to both of y'all for stepping out of your comfort zone. I mean, zone really, right there. One. We hit it off right there. You I like see. the wings? I like yeah. the wings. Um. <laughs> But I wanted everyone to know that was obviously before right, we right. got into the vegetarianism. Oh, so you are as well? No. No. Heck no. Yeah, so and either are my kids. Did you even try it? No. So do you conform and help him or is he on his own? No, he's the... on his own. Wow. So you like 
You make dinner. Yeah. It's probably meat-based nine times out of ten, yeah. Uh, or, you know, the thing is, too, it doesn't even have to be. It, it, even if I use a chicken broth, like he's out. Wow. He is so strict with this. He will not eat. He won't even eat candy corns because there's gelatin in the candy corns. He won't eat anything from, like, a Thai place because there's fish oil in whatever broth or... He's a man of principle. He for real is, like, legit. I'm like, I'll give you $100 if you eat this bacon bit. (laughs) I'm always trying to bargain. I'm like, do you think that you could... Do you think you want a bite of this? You want a bite of this steak? How mean. I know. He's like, but... You know, now everything's become so advanced. Like vegetarian food is yeah. very mainstream. Now. Right. Yeah. So I, I'll even eat the Beyond that. the Burger. You know, like a Beyond the Burger is good. Impossible Burgers. Like if we go places, uh, the Yard House here in Dallas, which is uh-huh. kind of a cool, yeah. like it's pretty popular. A lot of beer in there. A lot, lot of beer. A <laughs> lot of vegetarian <laughs> options. Like the Gardein Burger is like yeah. sponsors half the, the menu. Well, we talked about it when he did the podcast. We talked about... We all moved here in 2012. Right. And how it's night and day compared to vegetarian options when he first moved here totally. to how it is now in 2020. Yes. That And that's something, that's a big leap. And that probably makes it a lot easier to maintain that vegetarianism. Well, and you know, working in New York, every other shop, there was options for him. Yeah. You know, and then we come to Dallas, <laughs> like barbecue capital of the world. You ain't from around here, are you? Right. <laughs> I mean, the funniest thing is our seven and a half year old daughter, Ainsley, literally wants to have her eighth birthday party at Heart 8 Barbecue. Like she's <laughs> so committed to barbecue and it's pulled pork. I love it. I love that place. Uh-huh. She wants it so bad. The only problem with Heart 8, which if you ever get I've to never been. Job, oh, no. I need to go. Oh, my goodness. Yes, you need to go. Is it so and, good? Oh, first of all, Stu would probably vomit while standing in line. Just the smells. That's what I was going to get at. And I thought I thought that you were familiar enough with it. What I was going to say is the the only problem with Heart 8 is that you end up going home smelling Smelly like, like Heart 8. the barbecue yeah. joint. Yeah. yeah. Because it's just the, the smells are everywhere. I don't know that he can. Can he handle the smells? Well, you know, he can handle. He'll cook burgers and stuff for us. He has no problem okay. cutting steaks up it's for just, the kids. It's just the consuming. Yeah, he will just not. Yeah, huh. exactly. So I think my, plus, I did look at the menu. And as long as there's a macaroni and cheese option, mm-hmm. we good. I think that's good. Like, it's good. Yeah. It's fine. You got it. So. Take him. I'm excited. I want to go. Take Ainsley. Yeah. Speaking of your children, my goodness, how time flies. Because I send this email and, you know, one of the questions is, any kids? How many? How old? Nine and seven and a half? I know. Where does the time go? It seems like only yesterday that Stu was skipping out on a trip to Israel for your firstborn. It's so funny. People still talk about it. (laughs) They still talk about that. That is awesome. So tell me about your kids. I'll tell you right now. They are total clones of us. Zach being literally (laughs) the clone of Stu. Like he looks exactly like Stu. Uh Uh-huh. You know it. Everybody knows it. (laughs) I showed Zach a picture of Stu when Stu was his age wearing an Eagles helmet because now, of course, my children have converted to huge Eagles fans. Uh Like, we boo the Cowboys. Ainsley's talking smack to people with a Cowboys sticker on the back of their car. Okay, that's a lot of people around Dallas that have that. It's risky. But Zach looks exactly like Stu and actually thought the picture I showed him of Stu was him. Uh I mean, they're identical. That sounds like me and my son. Wow. Right? Yeah. I hear you. That's that's really cool. That's really. Cool. I mean, I don't look. My kids don't look anything like me. I think that my daughter looks a, looked a lot like me when she was younger. Uh-huh. But as far as personality goes, my daughter is all of me personality. Oh wow. Oh okay. yeah. Like 
She loves a camera. She's there's not a stranger she's never met. She will just do whatever she can to entertain everybody and be the star of the show. Like that is me. There you go. And I'm owning it. <laughs> Zach, a little more reserved. Right. A little a little shyer. Uh-huh. Um, you know. Like his idea of interacting with someone is hanging back in a radio studio for an extra five minutes to pull CDs off a shelf as opposed to an Ainsley that would be in there. She'll be like, I'll, what, do you, I'll be on the air. Do you want me to be your co-host? <laughs> like she's jumped on my podcast a bunch of times. I don't even edit it. I just keep it in because she's so funny, That's you know? Great. That's so great. funny. Yeah. And wasn't, I don't know if he still is, but I think at some point I remember seeing on Twitter, Stu posting something about, he was the coach of Zach's Little oh, League yeah, Little League, yeah. And they yeah. Were the Cheetos, right? Yeah. Is that right? The Cheetos? The Cheetos. Did I get that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who came up with that plan? Of course. I mean, definitely not Zach. <laughs> I mean, Zach was definitely encouraged by it, but I think Stu threw it out there, and Zach was like, I like it, yeah. That is so He called good. the Cheetos. That's a great name for a Little League team. Dude, my kids, like, they, they'll go to Taco Bell. My uh-huh. Ainsley wanted to get Stu a Taco Bell t-shirt for his birthday, which we got him. <laughs> you know. Uh, that is so cool. The, the snacking tendencies from Stu, as far as, like, the cheese consumption... Are real. So, what if you find this minuscule ingredient though in something like Cheetos that comes from like its animal? Oh, base? he won't eat them. No, that I'm could serious. Be like, that could be like the great debate in his mind. For for real, he what? will he will not. I came home one day and I found out that bacon there's like bacon grease or there's a ba- there's a bacony flavoring that goes into McDonald's French fries, which oh. he used to love to eat, and I told him that. Oh no! I broke his heart because now he'll he won't eat a fry. I mean, just between me and you, no no one else is listening. <laughs> no. Have you ever seen an ingredient in something and not told him? This happened a couple of years ago. Oh no! And I debated whether or not to even tell him, because his cousin, Kiki, <laughs> made him this made us both this amazing couscous couscous uh-huh. like vegetarians. That's like a that's one of the main side dishes. If you go to any type of vegetarian restaurant, like Mediterranean restaurants are good for for him because uh-huh. he can get like the salads, he can get the falafels, <laughs> he can do the veggie gyros or whatever. Not, I guess it's not a gyro because that's lamb, but he would get like the sautéed vegetables with rice and beans and stuff. But Kirsten had made us this really great couscous, and I had it. And she had it. And then the next day she goes, oh, my God. She sent me the recipe because I was like, let me make this. And I looked in the recipe and I realized, oh, oh no, oh there's no. chicken broth in this. Oh, oh, no. And he had like a huge bowl of it. Oh, no. This is where what did he do? my wife, my good wifely duties came in. Because now most oh, women yeah. would say, I'm just not even going to tell him. Okay. Because what he does not know will not hurt him. Yeah. But then I just like cannot keep a secret. And so I did tell him, <laughs> I said, you're going to, you're, you're, you're I got to tell you this. Sit down for this. <laughs> Sit down. Sit down. <laughs> Your couscous had chicken broth in it. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Did you have a garbage can in front uh, of him though? Well, this was, you know, I think my maneuver of telling him was very smart because I waited until the next day when we knew yeah. that he wasn't sick. There we go. So well, also, he wouldn't feel like he had to gag himself. Exactly to vomit it right. Out. Like yeah. it was an afterthought. Uh-huh. So that's yeah. How did he take that? I mean, he wasn't excited about it, but he wasn't mad. Yeah. He just, you it know, was, it was an honest mistake. It really was. Like Kirsten didn't even think about it. Okay. We, you know, did he get her on the phone and be like, "What"? I'm sure Are there you- was an exchange of a call out at some point. <laughs> I can't really remember, but him and his cousin are pretty close, so I, I don't think he'd be genuinely mad at her. But it was a, it was really just. A total mistake of on her part. And That's, she owned it. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. You know. I want to go back to previous jobs you've held. You've worked at CVS. That was my first job. First job. Were you a cashier then? Yeah, I killed it. Okay. Taxable, yeah. non-taxable? What do you want? 
Oh wow. I I, I mean I don't know how to respond. I mean I remember that was my first job. I was sixteen. And I remember getting up there after I was fully trained. I think I was making eight dollars an hour, which was like what, five dollars before taxes. And uh I remember just scanning people so fast and thinking to myself, I am killing this cashier game. Like the my lines would whip through because I was just like scan, 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 total. Thank you. Bye. Hold on a second. So fast. Did you ever stop to make small talk with someone? I mean, occasionally. Because you know, Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed, the show that I produce on the Blaze TV and Radio Networks, CVS, Walgreens, cashiers making small talk with him is one of his huge pet peeves. Oh, he doesn't like that. Oh, he hates it. Oh. He despises it. He's like, don't ask me how I'm doing. Don't ask me if I'm having a party. Don't ask me anything about the products that I'm putting in front of you. So my question to you, Miss Gregarious, did you um, uh, exchange uh, did you pleasantries with people? I mean, I feel like I, I I had to gauge the energy. Like if they were feel <laughs> if they were feeling my friendliness, uh-huh. but I wasn't. You know, my lines were long. CVS, you know, I mean, we we didn't have those express lanes back then. Right. So well, you know, I I would say hi and great. Thank you. Have a nice day. Uh, but I will tell, getting back to Pat, uh-huh. Pat was behind me at a Tom Thumb about three months ago and did not know who I was. Yeah. Like, did not know who I was. Yeah, yeah. And I had to say, Pat, hi. And he was like, oh. But if I didn't say hi to him, right. he would have not known who I was. Uh, it's I not, mean, but I, again, me and, you know, me and Pat, we don't see each other every day. No, nah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, all right. So CVS. Let's see. Then the Gourmet Bagel Company. Yeah, Gourmet Bagel. Okay, first of all. <laughs> The bagel slicer fascinates me. Yeah. Okay. That's a big thing. Did you ever injure yourself on it? No. Okay. I mean, I couldn't. I, I mean, couldn't I worked it. the deli slicer too. I like did oh. pounds of turkey and cheese. Never and stuff. injured yourself. No. I mean, you're a hero of mine because if I get within three feet oh, of a yeah. machine like that, I mean, there's blood and guts everywhere. So kudos to you. So did you enjoy working at a bagel shop? Because those places, especially in the Northeast, are just fast paced. Yeah. Get them in, get them out. Yeah. Let's go. Well, it was fun. It was like an after school, you okay. know, little job. So it was cool. I was working with a bunch of other people that I, you know, became friends with and stuff. So it paid the bills, the, the bills I didn't have it back at the time, but <laughs> I had to save money. You okay. Know? <laughs> you worked at Chili's. Did you have a lot of flair with your uh, outfit um, there? Asks to. I ruled the lounge. At Chili's, it's all I worked. Like, the managers knew I was only capable of doing the lounge. And so that's all I did. I only that, worked the lounge. What does that mean? The bar like, area. No, okay, so you were a bartender. No. What? I just wor- Like, you know when you go to Chili's? Oh, so you're the waitress in that yes, little area like, right there. it's open. Just go sit. I bet people are bigger tippers in that area, aren't they? Uh, in East Haven, Connecticut? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll no. see. Oh, no. Depends. Okay, all right. Depends on who's coming in. That's right. Okay. So one of the questions I ask on the email is... If you ever have any downtime, which being a mother of two young children, I'm sure you don't. Um, what do you do for fun? Do you ever have any downtime? Okay, I <laughs> do. You want, I, me to, do you want me to read your response? I mean, email? you can because it is funny, and people are going to be like, "Well, that doesn't surprise me." You, you literally. So, if you're ever bored, you just <laughs> rearrange your house for the fun of it. I, do, I love I mean, that's risky in the middle of the night stumbling through <laughs> oh crap I forgot I moved the couch there I moved the ottoman over here <laughs> um well, yeah I mean honestly it's so it's so weird but if I was not in radio I would I would totally have taken like an interior design path oh. like I love interior design uh-huh. I love decorating I love all types of decor mm. uh so I'm always I'm always on Pinterest and I am following all these like decor sites and, and accounts and influencers on Instagram because I will just 
see some pictures. TikTok now, even TikTok has lots of interior designing accounts that I follow. I just get these ideas. I'm like, oh, let me try this. Let me try that. Yeah. How does Stu like that? I mean, he doesn't really care. You know, Stu, he does not care. He's so laid back. He just okay. does not care. All right. It's like, yeah. whatever I like, he likes. It's yeah. great. It's okay. great. It's great. So I that's what that. I, yeah. See, for me, it's just resistance is futile. So it's like, oh, empty picture frames. <laughs> All righty. Okay. Sounds good, Care. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and you like to um, clean, organize, and purge stuff. And I will say, as the... Uh, Parent of small children myself. Well, not small anymore, but I mean, of children. The purging, you can't stop. You oh, can't take love it. like a week off. No. Or else you're buried in everything imaginable. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Stu likes to hold on to everything. I <gasps> want to get rid of everything. Wait a minute. Stu? Stu's yes. a pack rat? I mean, he's just like very sentimental. He yeah, okay, he, that's yeah, good. Totally, yeah, he likes you. to keep like we have a bounce. A, you know the baby bouncers when our kids were little, they would sit in the seat okay. and they boom and they make all those yeah. noises and uh-huh. they have all the little gadgets around. We have yeah. Zach and Ainsley's baby bouncer in our garage, like in our storage garage, and he will not let me give it away, donate it, okay, sell so it. I I thought I was bad because I remember having that thought when the last child. Went through the baby bouncer. I remember looking at that. I, I specifically remember actually that exact product going, oh my gosh, that thing has been with us. Ah, oh, look at that. Look at these memories. Okay, it's taking up space. We yeah, got to totally, keep moving. Totally. Yeah, but Stu won't no. let you throw it out, huh? I've begged him. I'm like, please. <laughs> I go, can we please do something? He's like, I'll power wash it. I'm like, I know, but what good is that? I don't want it power washed. I want it in the trash. <laughs> now, and honestly, between you and I, if I threw it out tomorrow, yeah. he wouldn't even know. Wouldn't even see it. No, would not even see it. And maybe what, six years from now when cousin I mean, whatever shows up with their kid, he might ask about it? Hey, where's that baby bouncer? I, I swear, know. I would cut somebody if if I had threw it out and then somebody brought it back up to him and he was like, "Yeah, well, actually, where where is that?" Oh no, I would freaking kill. I would <laughs> kill someone. You should try that. You I mean, try, I uh, should test it. I yeah. should just hide it, not get rid of it, put it in the attic where he never goes, and just see if how many months go by before he notices this baby bouncer that's nine and a half years old is no longer in the storage garage. Oh, I'm, I'm debating right now to say, should we edit this part out? And then you actually go and hide it. And then do and, a recap. Or something along those lines. Like, Keith, I don't do even this? need to hide it. He does not know it's there. <laughs> like, he does not realize it. I realize it because it's taking up space that I want to get right. rid of. Those things aren't small. No. Oh, my and gosh. They're awkward. They're and, huge. Yes. Yeah, they're right. You can't stack them. Right. You can't put right. things on top of them. Am I going to dismantle it? Finally, the batteries went out because every time anything would touch it, it would be like make these crazy obnoxious noises. Oh, my goodness. You just, when you uh, said batteries, it made me think of the little music. That it, the, I know. The thing like the baby Einstein toys uh, and everything. Uh, I do miss them, but I don't miss the clutter. Now I'm wondering where our little baby bouncer is. Oh, Maybe. I'm sure Carrie got rid of it. Smart woman. Yeah, okay. Smart woman. Shoot. Now I'm wishing we still had it. Oh, not, don't eat not it. Not really. You mentioned a word earlier when you were describing some folks online, and it's uh, really, I don't know, it's not my favorite word, but uh, it's influencer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you consider yourself an influencer, in quote? No, because I'm like you. I don't actually like, I don't even call myself that on any of my social media sites. Okay. Uh, I, no. Yeah, people are putting that like on their resume, you know? No, like, I, I think like I'm a good convincer. Uh-huh. Like I'm a truth teller. I am 
authentic for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I stand by every single thing I talk about, good or bad. And that's how that has been the basis of my entire career. Like I have never yeah. taken an endorsement that I wouldn't actually love or use myself ever. I wouldn't do no, it. No, that's a good word. Um, authentic. As opposed to someone saying, yes, I'm an influencer. I hate that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm yeah. so happy the Nordstrom anniversary sale is over because now these influencers can stop posting about the same cable sweaters that they supposedly buy, oh. which they don't. <laughs> they buy all their crap and then they return it all and they act like they wear it. Tell us about your pets. You have two dogs, Piper and Miles. Tell us about them. <laughs> so Miles is our 16-year-old pug. 16? Yes. He's so gray. And I keep telling Stu. Oh, no. You know, no, he's actually knock on wood, and he's doing great. He can't really hear that well. How long do pugs live? I, I mean, our you keep Phoebe, Phoebe was uh, 17 when she oh, passed. Wow. So, Miles, we took, we got Miles when Phoebe was six. Uh, you know, just obviously, we wanted to, we were both, I think, at that time working in New York. So, we wanted another dog to keep uh, Phoebe company while we were away and all that stuff. And then Phoebe passed. Yeah, right. So he's, oh my gosh, he's surpassed. 12 to 15 years nice. old. Nice. According to Google. Boom. <laughs> All right, everybody. We're do- well, I'm so the you, dog whisperer. You take care of your pugs. We do. Yeah, 17 uh, was Phoebe. And, six, and Miles is 16. Six, okay. And he's great. He's a little slower than normal. <laughs> but I mean, he's like, knock on wood, he's been, he's been fine. That's great. But I will tell you that I will be devastated when he decides to like, Go over to the Rainbow Bridge because mm. he's honestly, he's now the last thing between Stu and I that we had together before kids. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have kids. So it's like, you have yeah. all these memories and these nostalgic moments right. that you have with Carrie that you had before you had kids. I lost my 17 and a half year old cat, Gertrude, mm. that Carrie and I had in college right. before we were married and lost her, you know, about maybe five years ago, roughly. But I mean, were you so sad? Oh, I'm. But I'm still sad. I know. Yeah, like really? I really feel like I will be crushed because that that yeah. is like the one thing that him and I have left together that we had before we had kids. Like, right. you know, and believe me, I love being a parent. I love being a mom. I love, love, love. But I loved our life before kids too. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I liked the freedom, but I and liked that I it was a lot more. Checking yeah. my watch to see when I'm getting it back. Exactly. Nah, I'll, when, I'll, they're, when they're in college, I'll probably. Say, I'll say it so you don't have to. <laughs> Thanks, Keith. Um, yeah, I'm like, when they go to college, oh, we can revisit those years. But yeah, so we have Miles, who's 16, and then we have my uh, my our golden retriever, Piper, who's really my dog. Mm. I would consider my dog. How old's Piper? She's five, and mm. I, grew, I grew up with golden retrievers, okay. so I always knew that I eventually wanted to have a golden retriever, and I knew that like we had talked about getting a golden retriever when we had kids, because they're just like the best breed of a dog when you have children. Mm. So she's like, you know, my, my, like, she's like my ace. Like, I take her everywhere. Oh, We're cool. always together. She follows me everywhere. She's just a good dog. Yeah. You know, she's just a good, she's a good dog with kids. Uh-huh. I don't have to ever worry about with my kids having friends over. She'll get aggressive. Like, she's just... Every type, cool. I hope everybody can own a dog that has the temperament of my dog. Right. You know, like she's just the best. But Goldens are generally. Goldens, Labs, you know, Shepherds. I know that, that Shepherds are amazing dogs too. Great protectors. Piper, not so much a protector. Hmm. She's a licker. She's a, she's a cuddler. She would never protect me. Uh huh. Wait, don't 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 get that. Out. I mean, but <laughs> let's keep that. Let's keep that. On the she's really sweet. I have come to love dogs. Yeah, and dogs we own are two good. now, and one of them is a mutt, but he Wait, sounds like the, the same uh, temperament as Piper. But you had a dog. When did we have? We did a cookie thing with Jeffy and Amber years ago, and you guys brought a puppy over. Mm-mm. Do you still have that dog? 
Yes. No, no way we brought it was like, a puppy it was like to a, somebody else's house. It was a dog. What? Yes. Me? Yes. I don't drag my okay, dogs Okay, no, out. maybe it wasn't, but you said that. Okay, then it was pictures. We did okay. uh, adopt four years ago from uh, the SPCA a Chihuahua Beagle. Okay, that's it. That's mm-hmm. the dog I saw yeah. on Facebook. Matilda. Matilda. On Twitter, because I'm not on Facebook. Love it. Yeah. So anyway, she's a cuddler. Yes, okay. And she's dumb as a box of rocks, but she's... She's a cuddler. Yeah, she's like, uh, as I've described her before, if she were a PlayStation character, she would have a 100 sweetness rating <laughs> and a zero intelligence rating. <gasps> but that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. And then there's Tanner, who is a mix of every... And all the good parts of whatever other dog that really? is into him. And so it sounds like the same kind of temperament. Is he big? Medium big sized dog. dog. Yeah. yeah. Piper's 90 pounds. Okay. He's, gosh, I forgot. I don't even know. 40 to 50. Okay. I don't know. So, but, okay, medium. but, but he, he has a temperament. He will protect. He will protect. Really? Uh, yeah. So, but, but with kids, he's right. That's never great. been aggressive I know. ever with anyone. That's the thing with dogs, man. I feel like they just sense this. They have a, they have a vibe. Like however, they know. However, if you, make the egregious error to walk in front of my house, then he will bark through the window at you. Really? Because, you know, we can't be having criminals on the streets walking by in their jogging shorts. Well, what would happen if you opened the door and he just got loose? Would he, like, go for an ankle? Uh, no. You think if you Uh, told him to stop, would he stop? Yes. Yes. You don't look too... Out on the street, you're fine. He actually respects boundaries there. Okay. And even if you came up the walkway, if I'm telling him no bark, yeah, I got it. That's he it. Just, he wants to know that we see what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you acknowledge, you go, okay, good boy, yeah, no bark, yeah. then he'll simmer down. And you just hope he simmers down before Matilda catches wind and starts, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, because she doesn't know what's going on. She she's, just knows. She's got the zero intelligence right. rating. She's just barking because. Because Tanner is. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, you have a hamster named Nibbles. <laughs> yeah. What's Nibbles is a star on Instagram. Oh, yeah? Nibbles. Okay, so Nibbles is the hamster that we got uh, during quarantine for the kids. Just trying to avoid the coronavirus, like, discussions. And honestly, our kids had the best time in quarantine. Like, I I will tell you confidently that in 10 years when they look back at the time when we had to quarantine, they are not going to go. It was an awful time. Like, we made a concerted effort to make it very fun for them. Okay. So part of that was... Getting a hamster. Okay, so you got... She wa- Ainsley wanted a hamster, and I had hamsters growing up. I'm like, oh, what the heck? You know, let's get one. Oh, no. See, I had, I don't know, guinea pig, Yeah, right? guinea pigs, I, dribbles. Are, are they the same? Like, what they're kid did right? have a rodent? But mine was... And well, I, guinea pigs are bigger. Well, okay, so I love pets, and this guy or girl, whatever I had, lived for like five minutes. What? But you're doing great. I mean, I must have gotten a diseased one or something. Oh shoot! Yeah, you probably got a bad run. <laughs> we no. Well, I mean, nibbles. I think hamsters only live two to three years, so we've had nibbles since May. Okay. Uh, and Ainsley came up with the name Nibbles because one of my very good friends, Brittany, she had bought her kids a hamster. We all bought all of my friends bought their kids hamsters. There's three other friends of mine that we all, we just all bought our kids hamsters. <laughs> so the, my friend Brittany's hamster, her kid's hamster's name is Tibbles. So Ainsley went with Nibbles. So we have Tibbles and we have Nibbles. I could see Nibbles being the first one. Where did Tibbles come from? Uh, they call her a... Tibby. Okay. Okay. And what's the third one? The, the other kids. Uh... Oh, then there's Violet. That doesn't rhyme. That's Violet. No, be... Violet's not part of the, needs the mix. Needs to be Vibbles. And then there's like two more. 
Mm-hmm. There's I they start with an S. I forget their names. Sibbles. No, it was I can't remember the other two. But we hamster sat well for my friends' hamsters when they were away in July. Are they the ones that go? No, no, oh. that's mice. No, no. Yes. I'm just trying to remember what I have. Oh, hamsters. Yeah, hamsters go. Yeah, that's that's what I have. Yeah, hamsters. Yeah. Want me to do it again? That's, that's what good. they do. That's going to be my ringtone now. Yeah. Do it again. Totally my ringtone. No, Thank Nibbles you. makes no noise, but Nibbles Nibbles is the queen. We give her everything. She's had Panda Express. I've given her pieces of pancakes. I gave her I give her cereal. How are her bowels after all that I stuff? I don't know, but I, do you know that this happened to me last week? I'm not even kidding you. I almost ate her poop. TMI. But I'm not. It, there's I no follow up. I'm just. It's just I'm just waiting for you to say whatever. I you thought need it to was say. a chocolate sprinkle on the counter. What is she doing on the counter? No, I was changing her cage before I had my ice cream, and obviously one of her little poops Ooh, no, no. fell on the counter. Oh, no. And I thought it was a sprinkle. I'm not even kidding. And I I put it in my mouth, mm-hmm. and I put it on my tongue, and then I realized this is not a sprinkle. It is a poop. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm about to leave this room. That, yeah. Oh my god. Did you did you expect the turn that this podcast just took? Did you did you share that on social media? I did. I I did the next day. And I actually had to tell Stu cuz I couldn't even bring myself to tell him I was so embarrassed. Cuz you're authentic. But yeah. Uh, who am I influencing to eat a hamster poop? Oh my goodness. So uh, you didn't chew down it or No, it just, it just hit my tongue and I spit it out and then I was w- rinsing and washing all of it. Yeah. I mean, it could be worse. What if I really did like chew it up and swallow it? That would have been horrible. This uh, this podcast may need to come with a warning. I mean, okay, so okay, let's talk about one of your pets that Stu brought up. When he was in that chair with me. Oh. Uh, well, he wasn't in the chair with me. In the chair that you're in currently. Your bearded dragon? Yes. Um, I'll show you a picture of him. Griffin? He's so cute. Yeah. Okay, Griffin. Uh, because you, uh, you're you definitely um, a caretaker of Griffin. I am the only caretaker of right, Griffin. Right, and, and we went through great detail <laughs> Yeah. on the podcast I did with Stu. I'll show you. Where you will go to the pet store. Yes. Leave with a bunch of live crickets. 50 big, large crickets. 50 big, large crickets. Yep. And feed them to Griffin. Yep. Because you're sick. And no. he also <laughs> did not mention, I don't think, Dubio Roaches that I got him last summer that I ordered on Amazon that came 200 to a bowl. Now, were they alive? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Look at I'll I'm show fine you with roaches being eaten. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that. Well, I just want you to know. Let's see. Griffin. Oh, yeah. Um, is now, thank the Lord, out of the eating crickets phase. So now we're just veggie-based. Like, oh, wow. He has watermelon. He'll do strawberries, blueberries, salad. Why? Did he get wind of Stu being a vegetarian? <laughs> wanted to be like He's him? crossing over to the vegetarian side. And why Why is that? Uh, I, with bearded dragons, after a year, they don't need all that protein. It, they really just need to be more plant-based. So he'll do, I'll, I'll cut him up. Huh. Carrots, peppers. He loves peppers. He likes broccoli. Romaine lettuce. You cut this spinach. stuff up for him, like like yes. almost like a, almost like a uh, charcuterie. Kind of. Huh. Like when I'm making salads for the kids, I just have to put a, a little bit to the side. Okay. Like Collard what if you greens. Gave him a, like a full carrot. Would he know what to no, do with that? No, no, no. Because you know what, bearded dragons don't have teeth. They have a oh. very strong jaw. Oh wow. It's crazy. Oh, so the picture you were just showing yeah. there, which first of all, if people want to see uh, pictures of Griffin and the rest of the gang there, they would go to. Um, Lisa, Lisa Page. Page made me do it. That's an I in Page. And what you're showing me right now is an Instagram video with Piper. 
Yes. So how does Piper and Griffin get along? She doesn't look amused. No, she. but she doesn't even care. That's hmm. the thing with my this dog, Piper. Her temperament is... She has no temperament. I see. She's just she doesn't there. care. She's the, the most patient dog. And the lizard's like right yeah. in her grill. I plop nibbles on top of her all the time. She doesn't care. Does Piper eat the nibbles poop Ew, pieces? Oh, uh, no. Okay. No. That's good. Because uh, some dogs like to eat poop. No, I know. We did go through a phase where she was rolling, where Piper would right. go out and roll around oh, in poop. Oh, yeah. Don't that you was love awful. That? Oh, Don't you love that? Oh, yeah. And they oh, find a dead animal or something. Yeah, and that's what they do. Yeah. And they just rub yes. their hands in it. And oh. they're like, oh, this is so fun. And you're like, I can't decide if I'm going to abandon you. Yeah. Or drag you into the bath right now. It could go either way, dog. And it always happens at the most inconvenient time. times. Right? Yeah, like yes. I'm rushing out. I have to be at a meeting, and now you have poop. Some other dogs poop all over the side of you. Right. Yeah. Uh, Throw them in the garage. It's and gross. Say, and was... like, not even my shampoo. My basic shampoos. Like, I did buy a whole bunch of different types of dog shampoos. You need to that, immediately get that, them to a groomer. That, like, that's it. That funk doesn't oh, leave. If you got to really work on it. <laughs> Grosser than eating a hamster poop. I think one of the key words when you search for this podcast to help it come up will be uh, animal feces. Yeah. That'll definitely. I mean, sure. Just tag us. Get, it's fine. Get We're owning of, it. A lot of clicks there. You enjoy uh, pop and country as far yeah. as music yeah. genres. Yeah. What is the music that you've played in your DJ career? Is it like top 40 type stuff? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. All yeah. top 40. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But do you enjoy that music? Yeah, no, I really do. That's and I think that's why that's... I liked I I loved my job so much was because I really did genuinely love the music. So I was always up on like pop news because I followed these artists uh and all that stuff. And then but country I have been listening to since high school oh, and wow. I'm like my dream format. If terrestrial radio were to ever come back, uh-huh. which it won't. But if I were to, you know, be offered a job to host a country radio show or uh-huh. something, I would seriously consider it because I love country music, yeah. Okay. So First of all, where can people find your podcast right now if they want to hear what you do? Everywhere. Like, everywhere you get your podcast, you can find me. Okay, so what, what's the... iTunes. Is it just, is the name of the podcast? Lisa Page made me do it. do it. Yeah. That's so convenient, how that's just uniform across the board. Well, that was Stewie's. Like, we've got we've to gotta own every domain. Lisa Page made me do it. Ah! Spell Lisa Page, P-A-G-E, P-A-I-G-E. Like, you know, GoDaddy is our bitch. Like, <laughs> we have a hundred handles of all of it. Yes. That, that was, uh, you know, because Stu on the side is very businessy. Uh huh. So he's, thank the Lord for him. Like he's definitely my go-to. Like he yeah. definitely helps me with like all the branding stuff. And, well, and he's like Mister Statistics and stuff. Totally, and like maps. numbers. Like guy, he yeah. understands. Yeah, spreadsheets, Love stuff spreadsheets. like that. Yeah. See, that's awesome. That's really great. Do you guys have the same taste in music then? No. No. Like like when you're in a car ride, do you have to listen to kids' music and stuff? Or uh, well, yeah, I'm sure your 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 wife probably not now because you guys have older kids than I do. But like we're right now, we are in the thick of kids' bop. Ooh, kids' bop. But I will tell you, kids' bop on on Sirius XM. It's great because you know they've got the little kids singing the songs I like. But even better, is that what that is? When the kids sing the songs that I like, they change all they change the lyrics. So like if it's explicit, they switch them to something that's obviously. Approach, you know, like appropriate for. Do you ever slip kids. up and say the oh, actual sometimes. bad word? <laughs> I'll tell you, they do have some Cardi B songs on the Kids Bop channel. But oh. when the Kids Bop channel, when the Kids Bop channel plays, and I hear these, this music, I actually understand the lyrics. Like most of the lyrics, oh, yeah, yeah, I understand. Like Drake, 
I don't know what he's saying. Kiki, do you love me? But you go to Kids Bop, and I'm like, oh, Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? I never knew that if I was listening to a normal, you know, kiss here in I Dallas. See. I see. So it, it, it's a way for you to go, oh, yeah. that's what that lyric totally. is. Totally. But then, you know, as soon as they're out of the car, I'm like back to freaking Hip Hop Nation or something. Get out. I'm yeah. going to 90s at 9. Yeah, or Prime <laughs> Country, the highway. <laughs> uh, last song you played on repeat was AJ Mitchell and <gasps> Ava Max Slow Dance. I'm not yes. familiar. Oh. Why is that so great? So every episode. I don't even know these people. I don't get out much. Keith, I'm going to have to send this to you. Oh, no. I, I'm going to have to send this one to you. Okay. On my podcast, before I wrap up my podcast every time. I always play like what what I'm listening to now. It's a song of the week. It's something oh. that I'm always on. I always have on repeat. That's so fun. This yeah. was a my my friend Brittany. This was a find of hers. She was on my podcast a few weeks ago, and she's like, uh, "Let's play AJ Mitchell and Ava Max." Now, Ava Max, pop artist, very similar singing style to I would compare it to like Lady Gaga, okay. Ava Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she is collaborating with this singer. I don't even know who this dude AJ Max is. I don't really care, but the song is so good and it's called Slow Dance. And so my friend Brittany said, let's play this for, you know, this podcast. So we put it up and as soon as I heard it, I just knew we didn't even need to get to the hook of the song. I just knew I love the song. So now, like every day, it's on repeat, even on the way to school, on the way home from school. It's an appropriate song for the kids. Uh-huh. Not the video. Oh. But the song. The song. AJ Mitchell, Ava Max. You're going to have to put this dance. in your show notes. Slow dance. <laughs> slow oh, yeah. Dance. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's in. Um, it's in there. In your line of work, you have crossed paths with numerous celebrities. Any of them that stand out to you as, boy, that was the greatest experience. It, it was better than I thought it could be. What a great person so-and-so is. Anybody come to mind like that? Yeah, a couple. Lady Gaga, for sure. Okay. When she had just dropped Just Dance, which was back in... Oh, back in... Like, two, nine, nine, yeah, 2006? <laughs> I don't know. But I don't know. I don't... I'm she, not but, but this was... No one knew her. So... Oh, wow. Oh, the, so this is early, Nobody early. knew who she was. Okay. So I was working at Q102 in Philly at the time, doing middays, uh-huh. your favorite shift. Favorite shift. Um, and she comes walking in with Bobby Silver, who's this record rep. Now she's retired. But Bobby Silver was like one of the main huge record reps that would bring in these artists. Okay. And I remember meeting Lady Gaga and she was so nice and just obviously new. Like she's new to fame. She has no money yet. She only has this one song, Just yep. Dance. Meet her. Great. You know, I'm thinking, okay, cool. She's just another artist. Let's see if she makes it. <laughs> so obviously fast forward five, six years, she freaking blows up. She is, you know, topping all of these Forbes lists and making movies and everything. So at the time, I'm working in New York City. So they bring her through again. And now this is what, five years after I had met her initially. Okay. So at first, she's a little standoffish. And, you know, now now she's making money. She's got a full security team. Oh, wow. She's selling out Madison Square Garden. And, I, you know, they get to that tier of, of fame. They don't really care about the little people. Right. right. So she comes in and she's kind of being like a little standoffish. So at the time, my program director, Dom Theodore. Oh, yeah. I think you've met before. I love Dom Theodore. Dom is a legend in radio. Yes. He said, listen, go pull up that video of when you met her at Q102, and I guarantee you she will let her guard down. Hmm. So I pull the video up, and sure enough, hmm. she like remembered, and it was like we were buddies. That's it awesome. It was awesome. It was, it was like we just picked up where we had left That's off. That's so cool. And then she came another a time a year later and just that was when I was pregnant with Zach and she was asking me all about my pregnancy and she was totally into it very, very cool. cool um 
Rihanna is another artist who's amazing. Uh-huh. She's awesome. She's so cool. She's so down to earth. Uh, it's like talking to just a friend. Now, this is obviously before, you know, her her Savage, her like her her Fenty Beauty line came out. This is before her lingerie line came out. But she hasn't put out new music in a long time. This is when like Rude Boy, which I'm sure you're not familiar with. What if I <laughs> say yeah. pop music? Oh, really? Mm, nah. Qu- quiz negative. Me. Quiz me. But when she have it, when she had the hits, you know. Look up Rude Boy. No, what? What am I? I Look would, up Breaking I, Dishes. Uh, 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 wow. There's you a know. lot of color involved with the Rude Birthday Boy. Birthday cake. Oh, yeah. A video there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a little scandalous. Wait a minute. So the album is called Rated R? Well, yeah. That's kind of a fun name for I an mean, album. You know me. <laughs> so, uh, so, so those are some good celebrities that you've met. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I haven't been doing, I have not done local radio in like, you know, nine years. So and that's I have where you have the opportunity anybody. as yes, they're coming yeah, through yes. on their tour or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gwen Stefani. How was awesome. she to deal with? Okay. So fun. Kelly Clarkson was awesome. cool. She I seems... just did. Yeah. A couple years ago, she called me. Yes. Awesome. Chainsmokers. Awesome. Okay. Usher. Yes. He was so nice. Jennifer Lopez was gorgeous mm-hmm. in real life. Oh my gosh. She's stunning in real life. Tell me about Katy Perry. Crickets. Insert crickets here. I cannot Griffin's, say. Griffin's cage. Let me feed her to my dragon. She was the worst. She's the worst. Yeah. She still annoys me. I can't watch her. She's so annoying. I hate all of her antics. She has to be the star of the show. She's got to steal the spotlight. She's just so sarcastic and has to be the center of literally everything she does. And that's how she was with our interview when mm. I initially interview, interviewed her, when I talked to her. And but like I held my own. You can look at the video. I gave it right back to her because I was not standing for any of it. <laughs> oh, I will be looking. I was for thinking this. like you're in my space. You have a record to produce. Like you are the one promoting your right. stupid album. So stop. Was and it... you married Russell Brand. So what does that tell you? And they got divorced. So what does that tell you? Wow. So uh, was this a recorded interview? Oh yeah, it's on YouTube. Just Google. No, but what I'm saying oh. is, you could have been like, you know what? I don't like you. I'm not gonna. I mean that's pretty much the to- the tone of the interview. Like they are pro- like the guy that produced the actual interview is hilarious. Like we've got crickets in there. You can see how like unenthusiastic I am with her. Okay, like, yeah. we'll have to. I feel like we'll have to I, yeah. post that video. Oh, you should company the post of this podcast. Totally. Yeah, very yeah. cool. She's not a favorite. Uh-uh, no. Uh, I asked the question: Any interesting talents you have? And yours is you can do a headstand. And I assure you that if this podcast were video, I would put you on the spot, but I won't. But uh, congratulations. I mean, does that not hurt your head? It does. I mean, now that I'm an adult. Oh. But like I can do a headstand and I can hold my headstand for a long time. Like I can, I can't do a handstand. Uh Uh-huh. But we're talking head, H-E-A-D. You can, oh my goodness. Yeah, I definitely am. I'm like, cool. My kids, it's like to my kids, it's so cool. They think that's pretty awesome? Yeah. Do they ever say, hey, mom, do a headstand yeah. for my friend? Oh, no. Not for their friends yet. Oh. But I would do it. Maybe yeah. I should do a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you on TikTok as well? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. Time out. Let's stop for a second. Instagram. Yes. Lisa Page made yep. me do it. Twitter. Lisa Page made me do it. Yep. TikTok. Lisa Page made me do it. Facebook. Lisa Page made me do it. But I, let me say. And Lisa Page made me do it.com. Uh huh. Lisa Page made me do it.com. Am I missing anything? Is there Snapchat no. or anything? Or is there I have a Snapchat, but I'm not on it ever. <laughs> like, I, that's for kids. Uh, what were you about to say? The Twitter thing. I never post on Twitter. I like just repost. You should a lot. come over there and have fun with us. Oh, I hate Twitter. Mm-hmm. Twitter is so depressing. But mm-hmm. I retweet all that's the people true. that I follow. That's true. Like, all, you know, 
my political commentary. Wait, you don't? I retweet. Wait, do you? <gasps> Hold on, I'm gonna put her on the spot, y'all. Hang oh, on. No, you're. It's gonna be. I'm not. You're gonna say you're gonna try and read the latest tweet, and no, I literally not, just I'm retweeted. Not, no, you don't know. Okay. What, you don't know what I'm Fine. gonna say. You have no idea what I'm gonna say. Hang on a second. <laughs> no, I'm checking something here. Lisa Page made me do it. Let's see here. I'm just seeing here. Oh, oh, that's neat. What? No wonder you never would retweet me since you don't follow me. I'm never on it. <laughs> I follow all political commentators. Are you a political commentator? I'm gonna follow you now. I can be. I mean, I mean, I'll just retweet. All I do is really retweet, or I I will maybe comment on a retweet. It's Keith Malinak, by the way. K e i t h m, as in Mary. Okay. A l i n as in Nancy. A k okay. on okay. Twitter, and I'm gonna refresh. Still, Hold on. Still not following. I me. I'm you. You are very putting the pressure on me. Here we still go. Boom. Not following. There we go. Me. Let me just oh yeah, you have a now. good amount of followers. And oh look, there you are. You follow me. Yay. There we go. All right. That's Boom. A interesting development. Thank Boom. you. Okay, so you don't like speaking in front of small crowds. So in other words, an arena you'd be fine with, but a coffee shop, no. Hate it. But was that accurate? Like an arena, you'd be good with. Oh, 20,000 people, no problem. What's up with that? I, People don't believe this. I really just have a very hard time with small crowds. Like I cannot, if you put me in front of a group of 100 people, I can't do it. Like I hate it. That's a small crowd, 100? To me, yeah. Where, or like 50. The, 50. Where, okay. Where's anything like smaller. The threshold, like it's got to be a big yeah. deal. Like it a needs big to venue. be like, uh, you know, because in radio, I, I've definitely hosted my share of like, huge concerts mm -hmm. and you know jingle balls that happen every year across the country with all the you know iHeartRadio affiliate station affiliated stations and those are at big stadiums that are you know at huge venues that fit you know 10 is it 20, the eye contact people. or is it uh... I think it's because I know I can't see them on stage like when I'm on stage and I'm looking out into the audience I just see I see a crowd of people, but I can't see their faces. Because the lights are shining in your right. eyes, right? Okay. And I don't feel like it's loud. People are excited. Yeah. They're, you know what I mean? But when I, like, I've had to done a bunch of charity events. Like, I've done a bunch of charity events reluctantly, but I do it because it's for charity. Uh, but I've had to speak at, like, the Red Dress Cancer. Uh, found, uh, there's a couple of fundraisers that I've had to do in the past, and I hated every single second. Does it matter if the small crowd are people you're familiar with? Like if it's strangers or people you know? Like, I like, it's a mix. Okay. I can't do it. Like, huh. I really can't. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Because like, I know I originally got into radio. Yeah. So that I didn't have to be in front of people. It could just be in an empty room. Yeah. Talking into a microphone and you can be doing whatever you're doing. Yeah. And I'm doing it. But being on TV, I mean, that's a game changer. And you're just like, oh, hi, camera. You know, uh, but yeah. but you're good. So you're good broadcasting, whether it's radio totally. or video. Yes. It's the in-person small crowd situation. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. You also don't like basically anything that puts your life at risk. Like uh, one of your answers was like puddle jumper, like airplanes. Oh, hell no. I used to have to fly between Denver and Scottsbluff, Nebraska, which is way out in the panhandle of Nebraska. And the planes you would fly from DIA to Scottsbluff, you... You would almost rather walk than oh. ride in those things. Because they're like, what, six-seaters? They're tiny. Eight, yeah. They're loud. You're sitting next to the prop. No way. And I mean, it, it ooh, not fun. No. So I can understand that. Um, have you had a bad experience on an airplane that made you think that or just, you know, in general? just I just hate it. We, do, we, we went to go visit our friend Chris 
you know, five or six years ago in Nantucket, and that was honestly the last time I went to Nantucket mm-hmm. because we had to take a puddle jumper. One of those, yeah. Yeah, from Boston to Nantucket. And I was a nervous wreck the entire time. I don't like the turbulence. I don't like the sound of it. I don't like the choppiness of it. You know, this goes for like, I don't go on roller coasters. I don't do zip lines. I am so boring. Like, I am not the person you want to take to a, 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 a like a Six Flags. Mm-hmm. I yeah. have zero desire to go there. You don't like roller coasters. No. Did anything ever happen on one of those? No, just... I just, I, I think because I've seen so many random stories of people like getting thrown off a roller coaster or a roller coaster stops in the middle you know you're doing a loop-de-loop and it stops and you're upside down i will not do we went to disneyland last october i went on like the kid rides i went on like the swings dumbo put you on edge totally like anything because you know i'm short so i could fit on all of them yeah i had no problem getting on about the teacup thing that's fine fine that's good that's good anything i could like jump out of is fine but i will i just don't like any of that stuff none of it Huh. Well, how about it's a small world you're good with? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about Pirates of the Caribbean? We did that. The fine. Because I was in a boat. You're good. Yep. I'm just I'm just trying to figure out where the threshold is. We right? we went on Space Mountain a bunch of times. That okay. was fine. Oh really? You're okay, good yeah. with that. How so about I did the Flying s- Dutchman thing? Oh, we did not do that. I didn't do that. Okay. I went on all of the safer rides, but I am sure. like I don't I don't like traveling. Just in general? Yeah, no, I don't like traveling, really. Oh, okay. I know, I'm just, that's why Stu does a lot of guys' trips, uh-huh. and I'm like, go have fun, <laughs> because I don't want to go, I'd rather not. I understand, I understand. Okay. Earliest memory, I love this, singing Beatles songs with your dad. Yeah. Is there a particular song, or do you just remember it was the Beatles and you were just enjoying yourself? I just remember my dad always, you know, always had the Beatles on, mm. all the time, and it was just like the first, you know. That's great. What yeah. a great memory to yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Yep. And you cite your grandmother as the person who has had the most influence over you. How so? Mm, I was very close with my grandmother, particularly my mom's mom. I was close with my dad's mom, but like I was with my mom's mom a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I remember, well, we would go over to her house too all the time. So I was always over there. And then when I had started at KC 101 as an intern... Uh, she lived five minutes from there. So I was always at her house if I had to intern the next day uh-huh. and all that stuff. Oh, and I cool. remember her being, I remember her getting in the car one day with me and she said she loved Stu, loved him. And she said, if you ever break up with him, if you ever hurt him, I'm going to hurt you. Oh, and no. I was like, okay, Nana, okay. <laughs> mm. But that's my greatest memory but i i just think i just was always with her i just loved always being with her i remember thinking oh my gosh you know god when she passes i'm going to be so devastated but she lived like she lived till she was 94 wow so a couple years ago and she died peacefully and i'm thankful and i went up for the funeral and i like again my mom was like would you want to do the eulogy i was like heck no Hmm. no oh small crowd yeah yeah alarm bells yeah my brother did it but anyway yeah so Mm -hmm. i think Probably my grandmother. That's I mean, that's great. She sounds like a wonderful lady. Oh, Eileen. She, she called uh, Stu Steven, though, right? No, Stu. She did? My whole family calls wow, him Stu. literally. You weren't kidding. It's three people. My mom's like, him. he doesn't even look like a Steven. And I was telling Chad Prather the other day. What episode was Chad on, by the way, Keith? I believe it was number four. Oh, number four I for your Chad Prather four. episode, everybody. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, but Chad was like, I, Chad was asking me about his name. He's like, do you call him Steven? I go, no. But listen, let me tell you. Now that I am a mother of a son, I would wring Zach's girlfriend's neck if she started calling Zach 
something other than Zach. Ze- Zeke? Right. <laughs> I'd kill her. I would be like, break up with her. Oh, wow. Wow. So, so I do actually have a very accepting mother-in-law. Shout out to Anne-Marie. All right. Hey, Anne-Marie. <laughs> okay, very cool. I'm just making sure here. Uh, yeah, episode four. I just had to make okay, sure. Okay, good. We had to, to confirm. Pray through, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so let's see. What else we got here? Oh, I love this. An embarrassing moment where you it's where you called out the name of another radio station when you were uh, uh, on the air once. And this is live radio, right? You can't go back yeah. and edit it or anything like that. Uh, it's also Market One. Oh, New York City. We're in New York City, so everybody. you said the call letters of your old station. Tell, tell us what happened and... Did anybody else notice or just you? Uh, I'm sure listeners noticed, but I thankfully my program director at the time, Dom Thiora, was not listening. Uh oh, he's listening now. And I think now. to this day he did not know. I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna send him a link to this podcast don't, with the timestamp. Please don't. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so nobody called you on it then. You. Just... I did not answer the phones my the rest of my shift because I did not want to hear from anybody. Wow. Can you believe that? Ninety-three three. Nine, it was it was 92.3 now because I worked at 93.3 FLZ in Tampa. That was my first real gig. Then um, the New York station I was at, we flipped K-Rock and it was 92.3 now. That was the actual call letters. And I said Q102. Uh-oh. And I remember potting down my mic and I'm like, <gasps> like my heart just <laughs> dropped. And you were just waiting for Dom to oh, bust I was, in there. I was waiting for somebody, somebody from CBS to be like, what did you just say? No one did. Saved by grace. Probably not on a delay or anything since it was music. Oh, yeah, radio, yeah totally. Yeah. And I wasn't like, you know, risque yeah. on the air. Uh-huh. So. so there's no, oh boy. Yeah. Well, that's good. Okay. So well, live and learn. So again, nobody's listening to uh, this. They're not going to hear it. It's this. only market one. It's yeah. no big deal. It's wow, not like wow. the entire tri state wasn't listening. Right. Fine. Uh, let's see here. Something that you would like to accomplish in your lifetime. This is interesting. You want to do a health and wellness tour at some point. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Um, so I have always like really loved lifestyle stuff, which okay. I think is sort of, you know, that's kind of how I would brand like myself, like m- everything is it's, it's not just like I have not really uh, cornered myself with just wa- being like uh, somebody that does fashion, somebody does makeup, somebody that does um, food. It's like I cover everything. Like I talk about everything. But. What I would love to do is get to a point where in a couple years I could, even if it was just here in Texas and I stopped at like, you know, was able to do a a tour stop in three different cities and do a cool thing where we would have, you know, 500 women come out and we'd have like my favorite brands come out. We did this when I was in Philly and in New York and back in the day we called it Pamper with Paige. It was awesome. And we would get all of my favorite companies, Sephora, Bath and Body Works, um, you know, the body shop. We'd uh-huh. have local nail salons come, um, massage therapists come. We'd have different local stylists come out. And these women would come and we'd ha- get goodie bags. We'd have like little favors. We'd do a raffle. And we did that. We could do that because we had a whole sales, you know, we had a sales department that could sell the stuff. Mm-hmm. And we would, uh, we weren't even selling tickets it was open actually it was a free event but you said 500 women would be there is that crowd too small like i'm being serious. no no 500 women i could totally do so you're with. good with that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay 50 no got it yeah like teetering on 100 maybe if i took uh-huh. a xanax okay. or something or a shot and, and you would like to write a book to kind of go along with this like a healthy i would love to do a book. book like so a book because people that have been following me for the last 10 years know 
like I keep a food journal, which is weird to some people, but it's been great for me. Okay. And so Stu was saying one time, gosh, you like, you should just compile all these food journals. Just make one big fat book out of it. Like, are you, you know, writing them or typing them on your phone? Oh, or? no. I, I have like. Like little, actual paper. Like yes, a journal journal. Yes. Like old school. Old school markings notebooks that you can find on Amazon and at Target still that are like, you know, small. They're purse size. Uh-huh. But. I've been doing this. It's just, I do it every, I, I mean, I don't do it throughout the day. I'll do it at night before I go to bed. I just remember what I ate and I jot it down. I jot what I do for a workout down. What I wet, I'm weird. I weigh myself every day. Is it, has this been able to help you find like, oh, I figured out how this food affects me by yeah, going back totally. to the journal and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Huh. Or what's fun is I like to go back and be like, oh, what did I have for lunch five years ago today? And I just go and I have all my journals filed and labeled and, you know, by uh, year. Wow. Yeah. That's. It's crazy. I don't want to say impressive, but that's. Psycho? Interesting. It's a little psychotic. I would it's say fine. interesting. I'd say interesting. I'm going to go no, with interesting. That's so nice of yeah. you. So how far back do your food journals go? Um, 2011. All right. That's a long time. Yeah. Maybe 2000. No, no. I take that back. 2007. 2007. That's a lot of paperwork. Oh, yeah. Where do you keep your food journals? I keep them in, like stored in my desk at home in a little, you know, storage box type thing. That's why she needs to get rid of the bouncy chair. To make room for my, needs- my food journals. <laughs> <laughs> Need that shelf space. Yes. Uh, anything that we have failed to cover today that you would want to address that... Uh, Maybe I uh, didn't ask the right questions. Anything? No, I think we, I think Keith covered, covered a lot of ground. We've, right? co- we've covered a lot. Right, this right. is a great style of uh, podcasting. Why? Thank you. This is like my favorite, and I've never—I told you—I've never been a guest on anybody's podcast. So I mean, I'm so excited. This is great. This is—I mean—I appreciate uh, I appreciate your inauguration into being a guest on your podcast. On my, did I use that word? Inaugur- yeah, it was good. Like inaugural I'm, podcast. Yeah. Guest. Okay. Because I'm always the one asking the questions. I never oh. get asked the questions. I'm always the one asking the questions. Well, maybe you should do something like this where you're just sitting down with people. Yeah. And just chatting. I could do it on my wellness tour. We could I do like a Q&A. I like, a. I like what's it. Your, what's your, what is a healthy food that everybody should have in their diet? I would say a good protein bar. Mm-hmm. I would say a good protein bar. And this is why I say this. Because the protein bars that I actually have become a ambassador to like the brand built bars uh-huh. lisa page is your code you'll get a discount and what if they put p-a-g-e well which that's is not, not gonna get you a correctly. discount yeah oh, that won't even get you a discount say, it'll just say what it, are you trying to pull here right like it won't take any money off so you definitely want to get the spelling right p-a-i-g-e yes but these these protein bars i should have brought you one i'll send them in for with Stu tomorrow uh-huh. they are a game changer and i feel like there are so many protein bars on the market that are of Brilliant calories, and you get two grams of protein. Like there's, they, the calories don't justify the very little carb or the very little protein that you get. Where these bars, huh. everything's under 200 calories, and you're getting like 19 grams of protein. And it's all the good stuff. It's not pumped with all of the artificial flavorings yeah. and all the crazy sugars. It's so good. And this is a plus for women who are listening and men who are on Weight Watchers. They love these bars because they're three points. Oh, and so that. You know. They don't have a right. frillion calories, right. as you mentioned a Some moment ago. Some of them ago. have 115 calories, and I think the most is 180. 
But that's pretty good. That's good, right? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, let me let me just check my desk here at work. Hang on a second. Let's see what kind of snacks I have in oh, here. Oh, no, I don't want to know. Why don't you just explain to people what you're seeing here? Okay, Oreos. Okay. Healthy. Oh, more Oreos. Okay. Mm, okay, what's the problem with the Oreos? Oreos. Oh. Hang on. Keith. Oh, I got, I'm gonna. It's there's a variety in here. Oh my. Okay, Sour Patch Kids. Wait. No, does this explain all the? Okay. What is happening in here? Now I'm oh, seeing whoa, 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 it. Full hold exposure. Hold on. There's a chocolate candy bar. There's a chocolate candy. A lint. A lint chocolate. Oh wait. There's another chocolate. Okay, so you have a sweet tooth. And. And sugar packets. Yeah. Oh wait. Uh. And uh. There you go. And. A nail clipper. Yeah. I mean. That's in your top drawer. Yeah, so... Um, What's happening here? People, people don't like to see... This is this goes back to the whole radio and TV thing. It's like, I want to be able to clip my nails when I want to clip my nails. If it's during a Pat Gray monologue, <laughs> I want to clip my nails. So I have to strategically <gasps> clip them behind the computer so the no. camera doesn't see it because too many people have messaged me to say, would you stop clipping your nails where I can see? I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. My bad. Um, at least you have nails to clip. Stu bites his nails and it drives me oh. insane and he's always doing this with his cuticles fidgeting oh, around with his cuticles those hurt when you do that don't be messing with the, oh. the hang nails the hang nails i love this man but yeah. that honest to god at night we're watching tv and i can hear him i can oh. see, I, when i'm talking to him i cannot i gotta ask him though does he does he ever say oh my goodness it hurts where i yeah, I mean, his nails, nails. He, he's got no nails. And I, I'm like, don't, please stop. Like, this is a bad habit. We went right. on Dr. Phil 15 years ago about it. I'm sorry? The Dr. Phil show. We went on Dr. Phil. Nuh-uh. Yeah, we did, as guests. Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay, I thought this podcast was wrapping up, and now I think <laughs> we, we need just unearthed something completely. Wait, hold on. Where can we see this Dr. Phil episode? I don't even know. What are you all on talking I about? Have to we his went nails? on for his, t- his bad habit. Yes! <laughs> Oh, no. I need this video in my life. We literally went to L.A. for one day <laughs> to do this. <laughs> you know what Dr. Phil's awesome expert professional advice was? Uh. Oven mitts. That's what Dr. Phil told Stu. Oh, oh, this is this is we need to find the well, we need to find the episode. Please. I can't. I have to find it now. Find somebody. But I wanted you. you it tape. was that bad that I was like, we need to go to Dr. Phil. See, what I did is I used to chew on my nails as well. So bad. And, Why? And I think Aslan, my oldest, who's 17 now, I think she was five at the time, she did the same thing. And I just made a deal with her. Okay, you stop trying to chew your nails. I'll tell you when I catch you, you know, and you tell me or whatever. And she would call me out on it. And she stopped. She stopped. But I continued for a while longer. Uh, I'm a bad parent. Uh, I'm a bad but, parent. But I will say, there's you get dirt and stuff under your nails, and it's in your mouth. It's gross. Well, he, I know, but Stu has no, like, white part of his nail. He has, literally, it's like. Oh, skin. down to the quick and stuff. It's so, yes. It's, they're so Tell short. Tell me he's not always in pain. I, I'm sure he is, but if he is, he's hiding it, because he never acts like he's oh. in pain. But it's just a, it's like, he's got to always be doing something with his hands. Yeah. You know, like, I, I want to just tell him, we're watching TV, like, we watched the RNC last week, I'm like, sit on your hands! <laughs> sit on them! I love him, though. That's <sighs> some fun stuff right there. Yeah. That's some good knowledge. I oh, really we- dropped some, some serious insider scoop on this podcast. You sure did. What was the Xander thing again? Eric Xander. Eric Xander. 
The Gosh. nail biter. A.R. Alexander, the nail biter. Okay? That's what this podcast this is This almost called. feels like a debate. It almost feels like he's got to come back on to kind of refute Rebut- some of the yeah, stuff. Yeah, rebuttal some of the stuff I said. That's not true. I said you could get rid of that bouncy toy. No, you didn't. <laughs> Maybe we have a Dr. Phil part two. Can up. we? <laughs> oh. Lisa Page. Uh, you can find her all over social media. Lisa Page made me do it. Don't forget, there's an I in Page. Lisa Page made me do it. Thank you so much for making time today. Oh, thanks for having me, Keith. Thanks for actually being interested in what I have to say. You're absolutely welcome. However, before I wrap this up, I'm 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 watching you. You're doing I'm looking. So- no, now you have me just looking at my nails. Looking, sure my nails oh, look looking okay. at your nails with your fingers, with your other fingers. I'm just making sure I have no dirt Stu, under my nails. She's nail. busted. Stu, she's busted. Rude. She was, she was picking Let's at her nails. Let's just <laughs> stop this podcast now. Thank you so much. Bye. This has been At The Mic with Keith, an independent podcast production. Look for At The Mic Show on Twitter to connect.